When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks coming to you live from the park, UBS Arena, presented by Northwell. Um, You've got an Islanders team. Uh, The puck is about to drop if it hasn't already, getting ready to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Without further ado, Greg Wyshynski, the puck daddy, joins us now on 98.7 ESPN. Greg, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. Uh, uh, pretty big weekend of hockey uh, this weekend for the locals. So it's a very exciting time. Absolutely. Uh, so we've got, you know, all three, all three, thank you, all three New York teams in action, the Islanders, the Rangers, uh, and, of course, the Devils. So let's start right there. I'm out here at the park. I'm sure you've been here out, out here as well. It's really, really awesome. Great fan base. They're all heading in uh, to take in, of course, all the action, the Islanders against going up against the uh, the Lightning. Um, both these teams pretty much, you know, should we call this a bubble game? I, I think really we should. Uh, a lot riding on this game, I think. And this is an Islanders team. Uh, you can get them on the money line at minus 105. The over-under is at 6.5. Uh, how do you see this, this game playing out, Greg? Well, it's huge. I mean, the future of the Islanders especially because the, the Lightning, you know, are, are ahead of them, five points ahead of them right now. But the Islanders have two games in hand. So if you can get some gain some ground on the Lightning in this game, you're at a pretty good advantage in the uh, the schedule as well right now as far as uh, being able to make up some points. And again, like the Islanders are part of a, a pack of teams that are that are chasing that wild card right now and also trying to track down the Philadelphia Flyers uh, who are seven points ahead of both the Devils and the Islanders right now. I think everybody's waiting for that bubble to burst, but it doesn't seem to be bursting for the Flyers. So, Huge game for the Islanders, uh, and uh, if they're looking to make up ground here against the team they're facing. You know, and, and, and I do want to talk, you know, we're getting closer to the trade deadline, uh, which is uh, fast approaching on, on March 8th. What do you feel that this Islanders team can do uh, to get better? I mean, obviously, uh, you know, this is a team that needs some more speed. It seems like they've been stuck in neutral uh, for a hot second. Uh, what would you like to see them do as we get closer to the trade deadline? It's a great question. I mean, I, I feel like it's a roster that Lula Amarillo, their general manager, really kind of likes. I, I think the fact that they've made the coaching change from Lane Lambert to Patrick Waugh tells you uh, that, that he, he thinks that this, he, there's, there's more to be getting out of this roster than was uh, being gotten out of them by Lambert. I mean, obviously the goals uh, are at a premium for this team uh, this season right now. The Islanders I think, enter tonight's play around 21st or 22nd in the NHL in goals per game average. So, you know, uh, you know keep an eye out for, for some offensive help, obviously, but when it comes to impactful offensive players and expiring contracts, there aren't a lot of them at, the, uh, at this trade deadline. So, um, you know, maybe it could be adding somebody with term, but clearly I think offense is probably where they should look. Uh, again, you've got the Devils in action, actually, uh, as we speak. Right, uh, going up against uh, Montreal, and this is a Canadians team uh, who've been 
fumbling, right? Their young squad, they've lost four games in a row, also four of their last five road games, um, given up 25 goals in their last six games. So with that being said, Devils on the uh, puck line, plus 102, the over-under is six and a half here. What do you expect? Well, I mean, this is a huge game for them. Uh, they've got a huge weekend. They also have the Whiteman coming up themselves uh, in, a, in a, what has to be considered a must-win game for them. The concern for the Devils is twofold. One is the fact that their power play is absolute trash right now. Right. Um, you saw it in that loss against the Rangers the other night where they simply couldn't generate anything on, on the power play. Uh, they had 12 minutes of time almost in that game, didn't generate a single goal, including a five-minute major in the first period. Uh, this is a slump that tracks back several games, and until they can get this figured out, it's going to not only impact what's happening on the scoreboard, but what's happening inside their own heads. I mean, when they don't convert on a power play, I think it, it definitely has an effect where it, it, it makes them sulk a little bit uh, in, the, in the minutes after. And then the other problem with the Devils right now is goaltending. It's been a problem all year, but specific to right now, uh, they don't have confidence in anybody but Nico Dawes right now. And the guy has played, I think, upwards of six or seven games in a row. Uh, he's a rookie. He's young. He's doing what he can. But with Vanacek hurt and with few other options, they're rolling with the best option they have. And the best option they have is not only not, not always been the best option. <laughs> so we'll see what happens against Montreal, a team they should beat. But uh, the Devils really need to kind of get their heads straight before they can really make a run up the standings. You think they have a coaching issue, Greg? I do, but I don't think it's one that can be solved in the, in, 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 within this season. You know, you, you think about some of the coaching changes that have happened uh, and how long it took for those teams to kind of turn things around. I mean, we're seeing with the Islanders now, you could make the argument that the Islanders made their coaching change too late to really kind of have a, a huge impact on that roster and have them leap to a playoff spot. I think if you fire Lindy Ruff now, it's a panic move to try to get something going with this team. Um, and frankly, I, I think the Devils are better off waiting until the offseason, reevaluating the coaching position and understanding that for, for a number of different reasons, the injury to Jack Hughes, the injury to Dougie Hamilton, the fact that they haven't played really well and the fact that their goaltending really hasn't played well, this might just be a season that you write off and, and not try to dramatically uh, revive it. Again, Greg Wyshynski, the Puck Daddy, joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, and, of course, coming your way in just a few minutes is your Rangers pregame show. You'll be able to listen to the Rangers-Flyers game right here on 98.7 ESPN. The Puck drops around 3.08 p.m. Uh, the Rangers on the Puck line, uh, plus 180. The over-under is at 6. Going up against the Flyers, this is going to be a good one, right? Two of the best teams in, in the uh, Metropolitan Division. Uh, Flyers looking to step up on their home ice. Rangers have been rolling Big time, checking all the boxes. Can't wait to watch this one. How do you see this one playing out, Greg? Should be a lot of fun. I mean, I, I think it'll probably be a bit more low event uh, than, than the uh, total is sort of indicating in this game. Um, <clears throat> Rangers win nine in a row. I mean, they, they look great right now. I, I thought there was a chance about a month ago that they might get caught by the Carolina Hurricanes for Metro Division. It's not look like that's going to be the case anymore. Uh, all systems are firing. And, and what's interesting about the Rangers is that despite – things going so well for them right now, I, I still think there's room for improvement. I'm really interested to see what they end up doing at the trade deadline. I think the anticipation around the league is that they're going to add a winger uh, because of the injury to Blake Wheeler um, to, to try to fill that, that veteran scoring role on, on, on the right side. And then, you know, I, I think there's a big anticipation that they're going to add a center too at some point. So we'll see what direction they go. Maybe, maybe they, they make a call to uh, the Anaheim Ducks where they could add uh, – 
you know, a, a couple of players from, from one team, including former double Adam Henrique, to fill some of those holes. Uh, but we'll see what they end up doing. But I anticipate that a, a good team will get even better at the trade deadline. Any concern that maybe they're peaking too early? Sure, there's always concern of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, for sure. But, you know, I, I think you'd, you'd rather you'd rather be a team that, that is confident in, in its play and it has played well um, than, than one that is uh, fumbling and stumbling into the, uh, the postseason. So even if they're not streaking in 9-10 in a row heading into the playoffs, uh, you can be sure that they're going to be playing pretty well. And again, the, the exciting thing for them, I think, is that uh, you know you're looking at a situation where you, you could easily grab home ice for the entire Eastern Conference playoff, which is going to be huge for them. Um, it's it's they're they're in a really good position right now. Uh, so let, let's look big picture, right? You know, uh, Florida and Boston, you know, definitely off to, to a hot start. Do you see them making some moves as well as we get closer to the, tra- the trade deadline to even get better? Florida, I, I think, would like to. I, I think the problem is, is that they've used a lot of, of capital in the last couple of years to improve at the deadline um, insofar as picks and things like, like that. Um, so, I, I mean, I know they're looking especially on defense to – try to add something before the deadline. We'll see where they end up. And in Boston's case, I mean, you know, they're an interesting team. You'd figure that they're going to do something to help out the center ice position where they're still, you know, feeling the effects of having David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron having retired last year. Um, but the pickings are slim. I mean, the two best centers that were going to be available at the deadline, Elias Lindholm and Sean Monaghan, have both been traded uh, and, and to uh, the Canucks and, and Jets, respectively. So, I don't know what, what is really out there right now for them to improve dramatically. Uh, and in the Panthers' case, you go back to them for a second, I mean, playing great. <laughs> they, they, they look every bit like the tough contender that they looked like in the playoffs last season. So um, maybe a tweak for them. But, but overall, I think the, the team that they have could be the team that they roll with. And looking in, in, into the West, Winnipeg and Vancouver stumbled a, a little bit. I, I know last year you were really big on the Dallas Stars. How, how do you see the Western Conference playing out? I still am, uh, provided their goaltending can, can get as good as it, as it should be. Uh, Jake Ottinger, who many expected to be a guy that challenges for the top goalie award in the NHL this year, has not been himself. Um, it might be the, biggest, the only huge flaw on that Stars team so far this year. So, again, you're optimistic that he can turn things around, that he can play well when it matters um, and go from there. But, you know, Vancouver has cruised. I, I, a few people I've talked to kind of, liken them to the Devils of last year where maybe, you know, if they meet a team that can play a little defense, if they uh, face some injury adversity at any point, uh, it could be a different story for them in the postseason than it's been the regular season. And then the one everybody's kind of looking at is Vegas again. Um, Vegas has played really well. Um, they played really well despite missing players in their lineup. They just got Shea Theodore back. They're still missing Jack Eichel. They just lost Mark Stone. There's <laughs> some obvious speculation that Mark Stone – with a lacerated spleen could be one of those situations where he comes back to the playoffs and lo and behold, they can use his salary space to add something at the deadline, which is kind of what they did last year. Um, but Vegas is still Vegas and they're getting good goaltending and they play good defense. And I think we all slept on them a little bit as far as a team that might be able to repeat this year. It's really, really unbelievable team, unbelievable city and, and, and how they've embraced and, and how much success they've had in such a short period of time. Um, any, any final thoughts before we let you go? Maybe there's, maybe there's a pick or a play today that you absolutely love that we haven't touched on yet. 
haven't really looked at the card, but uh, but I will say that um, you know the the wild card race in the West is uh, a lot more intriguing than I thought it would be. Uh, I think a lot of us didn't expect the Kings to be within range of some of the teams that are chasing them, and with the Blues getting uh, at last check blown out today by Detroit, um, Nashville, Minnesota, Seattle, Calgary, all of them are right there in the mix for the wild card and. You know, when we think about the first, uh, you know, couple weeks of March, the trade deadline coming up for the NHL, some of those teams we expected would be sellers. So if they're still in the mix, it could be uh, impactful on the trade deadline um, and, and, and what teams are going to do there if they still think they have a chance. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you for another seven minutes here on 98.7 ESPN, coming to you live from the park at UBS Arena, presented by Northwell. Uh, when we get off the air, uh, Ray and I are going to head inside and take in a little hockey. Um, you know, uh, I, I will say this. So different watching a hockey game live than on TV. Like, like more so than probably any sport out there, I would say. More enjoyable, for sure. Uh, by the way, that Houston-Baylor game, too close for comfort here. Houston is up by three. Of course, I said take Houston minus two and a half with 35 seconds left, and they are in overtime. So uh, keep you posted. Hopefully uh, that will be a winner for us uh, by the time we sign off in about six minutes. Let's go to your calls. We'll try to get everybody in before we do sign off. Let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, welcome in. Good afternoon. How you doing, my friend? I need a $15 more million for the Jets. Woo, woo, woo. What are we going to do with it? 
So listen, I want to ask you. Get you some uh, offensive I'm, linemen, I'm Artie. That's what you need to do with it. Or get a good backup quarterback. So I mean, uh, let me ask damn. you, okay? Just like what the Dodgers did with Otani. And I know it's not a, a salary-based, uh, you know, whatever, salary cap thing. But can you get one of these two quarterbacks, either Fields or um, Baker Mayfield, give them $3 million each year until Rodgers is out, and then pick the guy that you're going to have as a franchise quarterback and give him $40 million on the third year when Rodgers is out of there. Can you do that? No, I, I just, here's the, but here's, you know, listen, I, I'm sure teams will try to do anything. I just, I, I don't, I, I said it earlier, I don't think you bring a guy in here who still believes he's a starter in the NFL. But if you I, give him $40 million on that third year, maybe that's, that's enough incentive yeah, for him to come. I don't, no, I don't. I don't think you do that, Artie. All right. And I, the last I, I one think, is Devontae Adams. I, I think this you is a – got to bring him in here. you got to bring him in here. Give him what they want. Bring him in here. He is more gold to us. He's more valuable to us than any other team. Would yeah, you but agree? Can you, but can you afford him, Artie? $15 million. <laughs> But there are – but you – okay. So you bring you – bring, Devontae Adams in, but you don't have an offensive line to protect your quarterback who's going to be 41 this coming year and coming off of Achilles surgery. Oh, and, and oh, by the way, your defense has been your, your staple. It's been your backbone. And you've got a lot of guys that are hitting the free agent market or you want to try to avoid them to hit the free agent market so that you can, conti- can continue to have um, a top 10 defense in the NFL. So you've got defensive players that you need to uh, take care of. You need to improve your offensive line, and I, I, and, and you're you're going to give up more to go get Devontae Adams. Haven't you given up enough to go get Aaron Rodgers, who now really, let's be honest, maybe one year left in the tank, an all or nothing year heading into this season. Uh, I don't know. I, I just I, I think I think the Jets are, are in a real a real pickle here in, in regard to the salary cap situation. Um, and they've got a lot of needs that they need to fill before uh, before the season starts. Uh, granted, yeah, the extra 15 million dollars or the 15 million dollars now that they do have in cap space is, is good. But Joe D has his work cut out for him. I'll tell you that um, he, he's really going to have to finagle. Uh, and, and restructure contracts and, and move some money around in, in order to really check all the boxes I think the Jets need to do uh, before the season begins. That's for sure. Let's bring in Richard. Richard, uh, you got to be quick here. We're, we're up against it. But I, I wanted to bring you on before, of course, we signed off. Uh, Anita, uh, uh, Holmgren, his team is 30 games better than Wimbayani. So if they're close in statistics, you know, could finish in a tie. You don't know. I, I was like you. I thought Wimbayani for sure. Uh, one more quickie. Uh, 240 players took the court last night. 240 NBA players. Young guys, great shooters, great jumpers, great scorers, can jump and do everything. Three guys scored 30 points or more. Only three. One of them. One of them was LeBron James. This guy is underrated. Even Tom Brady. And I would say LeBron has the greatest career of any sportsman ever because he has to play an athletic sport. The only one who would compare would be LeBron. uh, Two guys would be Kareem 
And Kareem was a center, so more lumbering type, not as athletic. And Brady, quarterback, not really athleticness. But when you consider LeBron is playing small forward for 20 years, doing what he's doing, he's had the, I'm not saying the best player, the most impactful player, the most successful player, the greatest one, and none of those. But I am saying this guy has been LeBron James since his senior year in high school till this day now. He has been that great. He hasn't shown right, any Richard. weakness, any I, slowing down. We it's hear you. unbelievable we, what we're watching. We, we hear you. We, we hear – thank you, Richard. We hear the bromance. We hear it all. We hear it all. Um, you know, again, I'll go back and, you know, did I – should we call it a, a tannin bomb? Uh, that I don't believe that the Lakers make the postseason. I just I think it's going to be too much for LeBron and AD. They're both going to have to stay healthy. They're both going to have to contribute. Do they make it into the play-in? Possibly. But then they're either going to have to get through the Kings or the Warriors in order to get into the quote-unquote postseason. We'll see what happens. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 